0: Welcome to Level 33, a podcast that explores a path towards better living. My name is Kim, and I started this project as a way to share my journey towards wellness, self love, and purposeful living, and in hopes that it may inspire others along their respective journeys as well. Follow along as I share lessons learned and continue to curate ideas that support the harmonization of mind, body, and soul. Hi all, thanks for joining me today. Today's topic is on morning routines, or as the mystic in me likes to call it, morning rituals. I'd like to dive into why morning routines are special, the benefits of having a morning routine, and then finish off by sharing my own practices that you may want to implement into your own mornings. I believe there is so much magic in a morning routine. I believe it sets the stage for the rest of your day. The way you begin your day says a lot about you. In fact, it's one of my favorite questions to ask while I'm dating because, and I'm beginning to feel like such a broken record here, but someone is only available to me if they are available to themselves. And taking time out in the morning to start your day on your terms tells me that you prioritize filling your cup And we all know that we can only love someone else as much and as deeply as we love ourselves. So really, when I ask this question on a date, what I'm really asking is, Hey, tell me how you take care of you so I know if you're capable of taking care of us. Before developing my morning routine, I was the multi-snooze button offender. I would sleep in as long as I could before I needed to rush out of the door. I had a minimal makeup routine, not because I lived the minimal lifestyle, but because eyeliner and a quick pigmented brow gel was all I could give myself. And often I had breakfast, if any, on the go, because I was rushing out the door to make sure I made it to class or work in time. Then I would sit in my commute, agonizing over whether I would get to my destination on time. Truthfully, I don't know how I expected to feel on top of it if I was always trying to catch up to it. In short, I woke up rushed, I felt rushed, and the rest of my day felt like stumble after stumble. Don't get me wrong, I was not tumbling around the world completely incompetent, but I certainly wasn't thriving. I knew I was getting by, tasks were getting done, meetings were being made, bills were were getting paid on time. I was what I now call existing in my autopilot era. And thank goodness I became inspired by current lifestyle thinkers, and here's where it changed for me. Ironically, in my pursuit to become the next success, I stumbled across the idea of the 5 a.m. club. I say ironically because the intention behind this research was to further support my performative phase, a phase in my life where I now believe I was deeply imbalanced. That was a mini tangent and a topic worth getting into in another episode, but the point being, I think it's ironic that a practice I now find to be very grounding was discovered during a time when being grounded was the least of my concerns. At that time, I wanted to be the best of the best performer in my career. The way I saw it, successful people had caffeine pulsating through their veins and woke up at 5 a.m. to have a robust morning routine. So naturally, I began waking up at 5 a.m. I must admit, I have an unfair advantage. In childhood, I swam and I played water polo competitively, which required 5 a.m. practices. And in college, I worked as a group fitness instructor and personal trainer. Most of my classes and clients were slotted for the 6 a.m. window. So existing as a functioning human being before the sun was up was not by any means a foreign concept or foreign practice for me. But truthfully, I lost this practice during law school and readapting it into my post-grad life proved to be a challenge. And yet I'm hyper aware of the fact that the familiarity might have made it a tad bit easier for me than for someone who has no history of waking up at the crock of dawn. And so as an adult in my postgrad life, I opened up the book, The 5am Club, and read it. Well, actually, I had someone read it to me on Audible, which honestly was a great experience because the narrator does some pretty quirky accents. I remember popping it in while I did chores, and that's my favorite way to consume um, content. Um, I like to listen to YouTube videos or um, books on Audible uh, while I do tasks around the house. It, It allows me to learn something new at the pace that I'd like to learn, but also allows me to take care of things that I need to take care of. Um, I also read profiles on successful business people and guess what? They are all part of the early morning club. The data was there. Successful people woke up early and had a robust morning routine that usually involved meditating, um, movement and, uh, some type of creative activity all so that they could be more productive throughout the day. And so naturally, I sought to implement such a routine back into my life, but this time with intention. Whereas before in childhood and um, in college, it was just my circumstances. I, I had to get up, but now I'm choosing to get up. So there are so many benefits to waking up early, but these are my favorite. One, Waking up early is an act of self-love. Like I mentioned earlier, this is the act of filling your own cup before pouring into others. I dedicate time to meditate, journal and work out in the morning because it helps me feel grounded. If you get to your things before the world asks a million things of you, you're less likely to feel resentful. My morning routine consists of activities that bring me joy for me Again, that looks like journaling, movement, and meditation. For others, it can look like a morning walk, a YouTube video on a topic of interest, or dedicating extra time for makeup in the morning because it just makes you feel that much better. I don't believe the routine is as important as the commitment to have time for yourself in the morning. Two, Waking up early allowed me to move from reacting to my day to leading my day. Having time in the morning to clear my mind, pause, and organize my life gave me a sense of ease. It was the lubricant to my gears that allowed me to shift throughout my day better. As a recovering control freak, I found myself less annoyed at the need to pivot between tasks later on in my day, which in turn helped me become more adaptable and flexible And side note, this made me a better coworker and also spiritually helped me be in a state of flow more. And we all know good things happen when you're in the state of flow. I felt like starting my day on my terms made me feel like I was getting out in front of the world. Here's a tip. I make a top three list for my personal life and a top three list for my work life. There's this really cute sticky notepad from Target that has a top three template printed on and I use those suckers every day. And right now the sticky um, notepad is yellow. I've seen it in like a mint green and I've seen it in purple before. These are my top three non-negotiables and they must be done before I can rest. This helps me narrow my focus in and is way less daunting than my ever-growing to-do list. Sometimes, even seeing how long my actual to-do list discourages me from even starting. So I have brain-hacked myself into focusing on three items in my work world and three items in my personal world that has to be focused on for the day. For example, for work, I might list something like, like this week, um... On Monday, my top three were one, complete drafting policy, two, send out ROPA questionnaire, and three, log fav- five data incidents into the log. For my personal list, um, my top three, or my personal, my top three in my personal world, um, it might be one, go on a morning walk, two, eat the lunch you packed. Does anyone else struggle with that? Sometimes I pack a lunch and and then something else seems just way more appetizing. And so there's always this battle of, do I eat the lunch that I pack or do I go to Sprouts and get a fun lunch? And three, Pilates with Avery. Notice how each task was specific, timely because they have to be done by the end of the day, action-oriented and realistic. And if you don't know what that is, that is the STAR approach to goal setting. Maybe I can do an episode on that. But uh, accomplishing these tasks by the end of the the day also helped me feel a sense of fulfillment and accomplishment, which adds to my self-confidence and increases my trust in self Which, if you're interested, I did a whole episode on the importance of showing up for yourself and how it helps build up self-confidence. Little to nothing surprises me when I start my day with a plan and a focus. Giving myself time to formulate my plan in the morning is how I stay on top of it all. And three, waking up early in the morning gives me time to work out. Exercise helps boost my mood by helping me release my happy hormones. Studies also show that exercise coincides with an increase in energy and focus. I have found that I am way more productive at my 9 to 5 when I engage in some kind of physical activity in the morning. It also helps me stay on track because I am less likely to bail on myself, hear that, less likely to bail on myself later. Truthfully, working out in the morning is the only way I can keep my fitness promise to myself. Showing up for myself is and has become and will always be a non-negotiable for me. Working out in the morning means my evenings are open for whatever may pop up. I can dance. I can see friends. I can go on a nice evening walk. I can grab dinner. And I can do all of this without feeling guilty because I hated having to choose between a workout or time with loved ones, which is which was the the dilemma I found myself in constantly. So, in order to avoid all of that, I just now fit my workout in in the morning, um, and if if there's time in the evening, I might get a second one in. You never know. So here's the takeaway: wake up early do something to fill your cup, get ahead of your day, and watch how much more you are at ease. Here's my formula, and this is the formula I use no matter what. Although the components may change depending on the season, the rule of three still applies. One, do one thing to feed my soul. Right now, it's listing five things I'm grateful for in my journal and meditating to for five to ten minutes. There's a really great, Baker gratitude meditation um, that you can just turn on in the morning um, it's only five minutes and um, the, it's a recording of gratitude affirmations and it's a really great way to start your day sometimes I do that right when I wake up and then I commit 10. Other minutes later on in my morning to sit outside of my patio, out on my patio, I uh, put a 10 minute timer on and I just sit, I close my eyes, I listen to the fountain that's next to my building and it's, it's getting easier. Meditating did not come easy to me, but I have trained myself to um, truly sit in silence and with my own thoughts. Um, And I also script for this podcast in the morning. Um, It's something that makes me feel really happy and accomplished and very in tune and in touch with um, my inner world. A lot of what I talk about um, and a lot of the episodes that you listen to have been crafted or edited or um, worked on in the wee morning hours. And the second thing um, for a great morning routine is I like to do one thing that feeds my mind. And right now it's reading. Um, Right now it's learning about Stoicism. So I read, I have this book, um, The Daily Stoic, and every single day there's a passage. Um, It's a philosophical quote and then a small little passage and so I hate that I'm saying this because it sounds so pretentious, but I read a bit of philosophy in the morning. <laughs> that sounds so bad. I read a bit of philosophy in the morning and then I do sit there and think about what I read for a good five to 10 minutes. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm also taking time in the morning to learn more about social media. Um, I try to watch a YouTube video on this topic in the morning and the topics changed by season. Um, so there was a point where I was really into learning about cakes and how to bake and decorate cakes. So I would commit every morning to learning maybe five, five to 10 minutes, um, through YouTube on a new technique or a new recipe, but it, it's something to, to that you're learning, something outside of your job, like a new skill or new interest, or um, some people might take five to ten minutes to read the news or listen to a podcast about current events, whatever feeds your mind, right? So you have something for your soul and you have something for your mind and you're probably guessing what the third aspect is it and it's something for your body so some type of movement Um, for me at this moment in this phase of my life I really love taking either a Pilates class in the morning or going on a nice long morning walk Um, I like to do sensory walks where I don't put headphones in and I just go and I know this sounds kind of weird but you don't put headphones in go on a walk, listen to the birds chirp, feel how cold it is, note how cold it is, take deep breaths, notice how it hits your lungs a little bit different than when you're sitting in your apartment. Um, So uh, notice the world around you through all your five senses, and, and that's what you focus on during your walk. And granted, I can only really do that for like 10 minutes, and then I and I pop in my headphones, but I give it a try. And I think you should do too. Um, you should do that as well. But again, this changes by season. So in the summer, um, I feel more called to take a really, uh, more fast paced mo- type of movement, like a spin class or a hit class. Um, so Feel free to change this up, but the three ingredients or the three different components are something for the soul, something for the mind, and something for the body. And there you have it, my recipe for magical mornings. I hope this episode convinces you to take some time in the morning to fill your cup before the, the world asks you to perform. I hope you take this episode as a love letter to mornings and to yourself. As always, if you liked what you heard, please share your listen on social media and tag me at level underscore 33 spelled out. Thanks for listening and until next time, stay curious, stay kind.